Coach Corey Wayne, and this is my video coaching newsletter. And the topic of today's newsletter is going to be overcoming our father's failures. I got an email here from a guy who was raised by his mother. I don't, it doesn't look like he had a father figure in his life. And I'm going to get into that in, in a minute, but he brings up some good questions and some good points as to why he's turned out the way he is as an adult and why he struggles with women and dating and relationships. And the thing to understand about our family and our peer group when we're growing up as a little child, we take on all of the fears, the limiting beliefs, anything that our, our parents or aunt or uncle, any kind of limiting beliefs or fears or things that they think that they're less than, they're really capable of, they basically energetically pass all this stuff on to us because they're thinking and they're acting and they're conditioned to show up in the world a certain way. And little children that are around them obviously can't help but learn and emulate what they see. Because when you're a little kid, you don't know what you don't know. And like in my and my dad and I, we were chatting the other night, and we were kind of laughing about because uh, we laugh about this stuff now. I mean, you know, obviously, <laughs> we've had a lot of time to talk about things and shit that happened in childhood and whatever. I mean, the bottom line is everybody's just doing the best they can with where they're at and what they've got in life and what their life experience is. Just like my dad, and my mom, they weren't any other any different, or your parents for that matter, or your next door neighbor neighbor's parents. And what we were laughing about is that, you know, my mother used to bitch a lot. It seemed like that was all she did when we were, when I was growing up, when I was a kid. You know, my dad worked a lot, you know, especially when we were younger. And he worked in retail, so he worked crazy hours. So he'd come home and we'd already be in bed. He missed most of our soccer games and baseball and football and all that kind of stuff because he, he just wasn't there. And, you know, as we got a little bit older and my parents had their own business so he had he had more time on his hands but even though he was physically there he wasn't emotionally or mentally there it's like he was always somewhere else and how you know my mother would sit there and she'd bitch at him or just bitch about whatever that she was bitching about on that particular day he didn't understand why she was bitching he didn't understand the cause behind it obviously he has a much better understanding now looking back on it because i've taught him a lot of this stuff but she'd sit there and bitch at him, and he'd be watching TV, just kind of clicking the channel. He'd have his beer over here on his little uh, side table, and she'd be over here on the couch, bitching about something. And every you know, so often as he's as he's taking a sip of his beer, he looks over, like he's paying attention to her, and it's really just an act, and he's just tuning her out. And so growing up with my father was he wasn't really like a father figure; he was more of a roommate. My mother was the same way. They didn't show us any affection or hug us or kiss us or say we love you. I mean, ever, all both sides of the family were like that. And to us, that was what was normal. And it's not until you become an adult and you start interacting and trying to interact with other people, you know, especially when it comes to intimate relationships, and then when you start interacting with other people, you realize that obviously some of the things that your parents taught or maybe a lot of things that your parents taught you, they pretty much just didn't know what the fuck they were talking about. <clears throat> and so it leaves you 
very unprepared for the dating and the relationship world. But what do most people do when they find themselves in that situation? Most people in life tend to major in minor things, and so they just they don't try very hard, and they just say, oh, well, this is my lot, my life's going to suck. And then they just hop in the conveyor belt of life, and just they do that same thing, and they follow it right into their grave, and they never step outside their comfort zone, and they never even come close to realizing their true full potential. And so I'm going to read some of the things in this email here. Because this guy, obviously, he's wondering about his past. He had a relationship that didn't work out. And so he just read my book for the first time recently. And, you know, it's been an eye-opener for him. So he says, a couple of months ago, I emailed you about me having no luck. Obviously, no luck with the ladies. And since reading your book and finishing it for the first time, my eyes have seriously been open. It tends to have that effect on people. I'm currently reading your book for the second time around, and I'm just beginning to realize what my blunders were with my ex as well as hers. I'm also starting to remember and realize all the red flags that were right in front of me, but I was too inexperienced and blind as a bat to realize them. So I'm still working to learn what happened, but it's also starting to give me an idea of what I need to improve on. Also, your newsletter and emails are very helpful, and I always look forward to them. Well, thank you, and you're welcome. Now, when I was reading your book during round one, you were talking about masculine and feminine masks that people wear over their true masculine feminine cores. You stated that these masks are developed based upon how a person was raised. Does this apply especially to those who grew up with a single parent? What you got to understand is it doesn't matter how good or bad your parents, your peer group, or your family was at relationships. The bottom line is that if they learn dysfunctional ways of behaving and interacting with other people, they can't help but pass them on to you. And, you know, so masculine, feminine masks, it's, you know, people take on a mask, like women a lot of times will take on a masculine mask in order to survive in a household where it's very dominated by the man or the man is very lazy and he never does what he has to do so his wife or this person's mother basically has to act like a man in order to get things done because a man's not taking care of the shit he's supposed to to take care of if you are a guy and you're only raised by a woman or women then obviously there's going to be certain instances where it comes time to be a man and to stand up and act like a man you're just not going to you're not going to know how to interact in those situations just because the guy was never around to show you those things. So your mother obviously would have, will have done the best that she can. But you know the, the bottom line number is, is that 97% of the people out there are various levels of dysfunctionality and, and being clueless when it comes to interacting and behaving properly in relations with the opposite sex. And so you figure only 3% of the people get it right and so even if you had i mean i had both parents in my household and i'm it fucked me up as about as fucked up as you can become emotionally and mentally from growing up in an environment like that but i recognized that what i was doing was not working and i needed to change and so i started seeking new ways to learn things and to figure out and to how to learn what i didn't know and he says here, uh, and I 
he's talking about his mother. He says, I know she did the absolute best that she could, and I love her and I am forever grateful. But reading your book feels as though I'm finally learning what I think I may have missed out on not having that father figure around, especially how to build and have that confidence to interact with with women, build that attraction and have successful relationships with them. Well, one thing you should have is you should not be, you shouldn't have any kind of fear around women. And so if you were mostly raised by women, then you're used to interacting with women. The only thing that you don't know how to do is you don't know how to be a masculine man and interact with women when it's appropriate to be strong and to stand up for what you want and what you believe in. And obviously when it's time and appropriate to make compromises. So he says, I guess I just learned about relationships from my mother's side and not from both sides. I just assumed the ideas I had were how things were. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty much how I was. I thought my, I thought my family was normal growing up. And it wasn't until I became an adult that I realized how fucked up my family was. Also, I have a tendency to be more open with my feelings, unlike some of my buddies. I wonder if this is a turnoff to women. I wonder if it was a turnoff of my ex. Does this make me look weak, not centered, or in my masculine core? It all depends on how you look at things. I mean, me personally, the way I look at things is that I'm a very optimistic person. And even the worst things that happen in my life, I always look at the positive in it. Because, I mean, at the end of the day... 500 years from now, nobody's going to give a fuck who you were or who I was or anybody else that's watching this video for that matter. Nobody's going to care. So they're not going to give a shit about the girl that rejected you when you were in high school or the girl that turned you down last night or the chick that canceled the date you were supposed to have tonight or what your credit reports like. I mean, the shit doesn't matter. And so you got to stop caring what other people think about you because it, it's simply irrelevant. Let's see here. He says, I feel that communication is the key to, it, to make any relationship work, whether it's friendship or romantic. And that's definitely true. I did try to communicate with my ex on several occasions, but she's always changed the subject, especially when it was serious stuff or about us. You understand, women are all about their emotions that's their operating system they're not driven by logic and reason like us guys are and so when you bring up the past or us it rekindles negative emotions or negative feelings regarding how you guys were what you should focus on is just focus on having fun and making her laugh not revisiting the past because at the end of the day the past does not equal the future what happens happened and not a damn thing you can do about it and so if you're with this ex of yours or you're hanging out with her and you want her to have a good time, don't talk about the past or us or anything. Don't talk about relationships or none of that. Just focus on having a good time. Because at the end of the day, girls just want to have fun. That's the most important thing to women in a relationship. They want to have fun and be a woman and let the guy take control of the direction, where it's going, plan the evening, where they're going to the restaurant. Then she can sit back, relax, and just enjoy the show. He says, uh, he talks about a couple movies, like one I recommended called Cinderella Man. Uh, he talked about in the book. He'd read that. And he says his last question is, how does one reinvent oneself? Well, being your best is not about reinventing yourself. It's about getting to the point where you don't give a fuck what other people think about you. I mean, if you're watching, you've been watching my videos for many period of time, I'd say I talk just like this. I talk this way to my clients. I talk this way to my friends and my family. I talk to people on the street. I'm real. I tell it like it is. I mean, I, 
I, I talk like an adult. I'm a 42-year-old man. I use adult language. I'm not into political correctness. And obviously people that choose to get offended by what I say, they don't contact me and they don't hire me. And that's totally okay. But you got to be who you are. That's the most important thing. It's not trying to become something you're not. It's actually all about becoming who you really are inside and expressing that. Some people are going to accept you and love who you are, and other people are going to say, you're an asshole, you're a jerk, you shouldn't talk like that, you shouldn't say like that, you shouldn't dress like that, you shouldn't look like that, you shouldn't drive a car like that, you shouldn't think that way, you shouldn't work at a job like that, you should do this, you should do that. Tell them to fuck off, because it doesn't matter, it's irrelevant. He says, I'm noticing that the current self-image I have been projecting for so long is not what I like it to be perceived as. Low confidence, low self-esteem, indecisive at times, second-guessing myself, apprehensiveness. I feel like no one takes me seriously. I also think my ex got the wrong idea about me and that I had no backbone. I would say that at certain times you, you didn't know when it was appropriate to stand up for yourself and stand up for what you believe in because you were... For the most part, you were raised by your mother. And women are about compromise and talking and communicating and resolving their problems and their differences and their issues just by, by talking about them. So I'm annoyed at, by myself and just sick of how I am that my life hasn't turned out the way I wanted it to be. Fun, exciting, interesting, self-assured, successful with women. If you want to be happy in life, you got to follow your heart, your curiosity, and your intuition. Those are critically important. You know, as far as, you know, what's happened or choosing a bad label, I mean, the past does not equal the future. It doesn't matter if you were a total douchebag five minutes ago. The only thing that matters is who you're going to be right now going forward. That's it. That's the bottom line. Who you decide to be and how you decide to show up today is who you're going to become in the future and if where you're at in life sucks and there's nothing you can do to immediately change your circumstances I mean you get down you can get upset about things or if you can't change the circumstances what you can change you can change what things mean to you and so if you change what things mean to you then choose an empowering meaning look at it differently when you change the way you look at things the things you look at change and so if you find this message of value, you can show your appreciation by going down to the Wibia toolbar at the bottom of your screen if you're watching this video on my website and click the PayPal donate button and donate any amount that you feel is equal to the value of the information in this video.